from Christian Center Shreveport. Doing our daily podcast, uh, remotely recording today from South Africa. So glad to be with you. We have so much going on the earth. And today I want to talk about the power to push back darkness. Prophetic insight on how we do that as intercessors. They will give no sleep to their eyes until God establishes grace. There will be no peace in their nights until the Lord makes Jerusalem a praise. He has sworn it by his strength. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So glad you're with us today. I pray wherever you are, what time of day it is, that you are in the will of God for your life, doing what you're called to do in the very place you're called to do it. That's what I'm doing. I'm here in South Africa, here on the 31st day of October, Tuesday, 2023. Uh, the world calls it Halloween. Uh, they can celebrate Satan that way. We, we don't do that. We don't honor that holiday. We honor the Lord and uh, saying if you've ever done that, you're evil or anything. Sometimes it's just ignorance, not knowing the day. And so on this dark day, I think it's so important that I use this topic. How do we push back the darkness? Uh, Because it's surrounding us, coming from every angle, every way it could. It's trying to approach us. And I want to give some biblical principles, but also some prophetic insight. As prophetic intercessors, I think one of the best things we can do is not be ignorant to the schemes of the devil. And that we would know his plans and what he's up to. And that gives us strategy for warfare. Uh, Do you understand the advantage we have over the enemy? Uh, Because the enemy cannot hear the Lord that way. We can. We have that opportunity to hear the Lord And accordingly deal with that. And I want to just speak to that for just a second. uh, The power to push back darkness. And you have it. And I have it. As you know. uh, What's been holding him. The enemy back. uh, It's been revealed to us through scripture. uh, For the lawlessness is, is at work in the earth. And it will remain that way until we push it back. That's what, in 2 Thessalonians 2, we see this story about the restrainer who holds back until the man of lawlessness is revealed, etc. You know the story. Jesus had postponed his return to give us more time to win the lost. I believe that. 2 Peter 3, 9, we're called to, to hasten the day of the Lord. But wickedness is prevalent and sin is being flaunted with pride everywhere we look, right? We see it every day. Uh, We see it in uh, what's going on in Israel, the whole battle that they're going through right now. And I believe the the, the delay of the Lord, if there is a delay, I don't hate to call it delay, is to bring in the harvest. And we know that at Romans chapter 11, I mean 12, I'm sorry, 11, says that Israel will not be saved until the fullness of the Gentiles. So we can say, okay, there's a timeline right there. 
And we have to push back darkness so the souls that are marked for salvation can come in. Look, lawlessness is at work. Corruption is abounding. But the scriptures, the word of God gives us hope. God's law was given so that all people could see how sinful they were. But as people sin more and more, God's wonderful grace become more abundant. Different translation, but Romans 5, 5, 12, where sin does abound, doth grace even more abound. So God gives grace even in the midst of sin. And I'm going to allude to that in a little bit, what I think the Lord's saying there. Where there is much sin, there's even more of God's grace. That's why if you got put in a bad family growing up, God gave you extra grace because you needed it because of the family you got put in. But in 2 Thessalonians 2, 6 and 7, it talks about the one who's holding lawlessness, lawlessness back. Do you know who the one is? It's you. It's me. It's the church of Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit is in us and dwells within us. When it says the restrainer, we always say, well, that's the Holy Spirit's job. And I'm telling you, the Lord is saying, no, it's our job because we have the Holy Spirit in us. All right, are you with me? Now, we are the ones keeping the bowels of hell from being loosed. Do you understand how huge that is? As believers, as intercessors, prophetic People, we have the power to hold back the kingdom of hell. And we need to begin to understand how important that is and its great responsibility that comes with it. When we scream at the sin that abounds around us and we, oh my God, it's horrible, it's horrible. God's saying, well, why are you allowing it to stay? Why don't you rise up? I put the Holy Spirit, the restrainer, in you. So when you were baptized in the Holy Spirit, did not the Holy Spirit come in? Who's the restrainer? The Holy Spirit. So guess what? The restrainer dwells within all of us who are filled with the Spirit. Now, I, I am not saying if you're not baptized in the Holy Spirit, you don't have some authority there, but I believe the greatest authority is from the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which puts more onus on us who are Spirit-filled because we got to carry away because most of the body of Christ is not Spirit-filled. So therefore, we have to step up our game, if you want to call it that. Uh, but we are here to do that. So if you find yourself in this sin, with the sin of the world, you can do something about it around you. You've got to rise in unity and fight for what we believe. The ecclesia, the intercessors we are, was never meant to be quiet politically, uh, never meant to be quiet in the government, in the education, uh, but we are not called to be politically correct either. We're here to cause problems for the devil. That's what we're here for. We're here to tell people that Jesus, uh, about Jesus rather, regardless than people's opinion. If you saw our speaker uh, of the new house of uh, representatives for us, Mike Johnson, a friend of ours from our district, he said, you know, if you want to know what I believe, read the Bible. There it is. That's what I believe. On national television, he said that. So why can every wicked thing be flaunted, but Christians have to keep their mouth shut? Why is that? It's not true. The Bible says in Ephesians 6.12, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers in dark places, against spiritual weakness in high places. 
We might not wrestle against flesh and blood, but we do wrestle. Okay? It didn't say we didn't. It says we do. There's a fight we must fight. It's the fight of faith. That fight is against principalities, rulers of the dark world, and spiritual wickedness in high places. Our job is to pray and fast. We hold the power to expose dark to light. Come on. Today, push the plate away and, and pray for us. Pray for America. Pray for your nation. We cannot be silenced. We cannot be bystanders of sin. We have to cry out in prayer, seeking the face of God and ask God's grace of justice to prevail. We declare that now in Jesus' name. Are you with me? You better be because this is the 318 company. We are intercessors that have called to say, look what Satan has stolen from us. He's stolen not only our, 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 our possessions and our families, he's stolen our time. And when we don't apprehend the moment, if we don't uh, go after the moment, we allow the devourer to steal our years because wickedness starts ruling our, our nation, our cities, our families. And God is not responsible for that. We are. Now, he took care of it all because he put that Holy Spirit within all of us. We're spirit-filled, right? He gave us all the tools and weapons we need to push back darkness. This is a prophetic insight that you got to understand. When you got baptized in the Holy Spirit, it was more than just talking in tongues. It was more than just having an experience and now the things of the Spirit are open to you. It was put in you to have power and might. Now, I shared this on my live stream yesterday, but as we're doing our daily Bible reading, we read the story of Abraham and when God announces he's going to destroy Sodom. You got to understand, you know, Sodom <clears throat> was where his uh, nephew was, Lot, his family. And, uh, and as far as we know, we, there may have been others. They were the only righteous people in the city. And their righteousness had to be challenged, the fact that they stayed in the city. <laughs> uh, and I think sometimes you can become adapted to the community that you're in and don't even recognize the darkness. And obviously Lot and his family were the only reason, scripturally, that God had not destroyed Sodom. Now think about that. If you're the only believer in your family, it's the very reason God cries out for mercy for your family. If you're the only few Christians in your region or your city, the only reason God doesn't destroy your city is because of you. Do you understand the restrainer? The Holy Spirit is there. And if he was destroyed that, he'd destroy you with it. And he can't destroy himself. So in that passage of Abraham uh, talking to the Lord about what it would take to save a city, in verse 28 of 18, he says, Suppose the 50 righteous and lacking five will not destroy the whole city because of five. And he said, I will not destroy it if I find 45 there. And he spoke again and said, Suppose 40 are there. He said, I will not in the account of the 40. And just said, oh, and Lord said, <clears throat> I'm sorry. He said, Oh Lord, may the Lord not be angry that I suppose thirty were found there. And he said, I will not do it if I find thirty there. And he said, Now behold, I have ventured to speak the Lord. Suppose twenty are found there. And he said, I will not destroy in the count of twenty. And then he said, Oh Lord, do not be angry that I shall speak 
only this one, suppose ten are found there, he said, I will not destroy and count ten. And as soon as he had finished speaking to Abraham, the Lord departed, and Abraham returned to his place. Now the question is, why didn't Abraham keep going? Uh, we don't know. The scripture doesn't tell us that. Uh, but we know this, at least ten, he would save a city. You understand that? God would def- he'd deny himself of his mercy to destroy a city if there's ten righteous there. So listen, listen, guys. The only thing pushing back darkness is the righteous. Period. I gave you the dream I had about Israel. And the Lord spoke to me. The only thing keeping the powers of darkness back in Israel is the believers in the land and those who sojourn there and intercede there and push back the darkness. And I saw, I was back in the ancient time of Israel in the dream. So that tells me that's been that way for 20 years and probably prior to that in the Old Testament to the righteous there. So the only reason this world has not been destroyed like he did in the days of Noah was because of the righteous. Look, even Noah, a righteous man in his generations, it says, he was a preacher of righteousness, it says in, like in Peter, the only reason that he was rescued was because he was a righteous man and the righteousness of God was in him. So even though darkness is going to rule and destroy the world, it didn't destroy him because he was the righteous. That's good news for us, guys, that that, that God will spare a nation, a city, a world because of the righteous. So whose responsibility is to push back darkness? Ours. God has supplied protection. He's not destined us to wrath, the word says. And now the restrainer lives in you and I. I don't have to go get new power, new authority that way. It dwells within me. So let's agree today that we're going to push back darkness in every arena of our life. And let's thank the Lord for the grace that he gave, that he put the restrainer in us, that we would have the authority of heaven to push back darkness in any situation that arises in our lives, in our city. I'm in South Africa. God's light is here. The saints here are pushing back the darkness in what could be a very wicked nation, a very divided nation, a racial nation. God's goodness in the righteous take care of it. Wow, what a gift from our Lord. We don't deserve it, but his righteousness dwells in us. So let me pray for you today that you would be a part of pushing back darkness, not only in your own city, your nation, but in your own life, in your own family. Father, I pray for everybody listening to this podcast today. I thank you for their hunger to learn and grow. And Lord, I release a blessing in them. And I say, Lord, the restrainer is in them. Holy Spirit, reveal to every saint that they have that restrainer anointing in them to restrain darkness and from the devil releasing his evil and so that souls can be saved and the kingdom of God would come on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, I bless them today. Let them walk in the fullness of this word. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen and amen. All right, come back tomorrow. We'll keep sharing what the Lord's speaking. Well, thanks for listening each and every day here on our daily podcast from Christian Center Report here in Louisiana. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any comments or you'd like to uh, ask for prayer or anything, you can go to our app for sure. We take prayer requests there. We pray for you. Don't forget, you can always write us an email, info at christiancentershreport.com. That's our website. 
and you can give there. You can find all that we're doing there. Our app is a more applicable place to go because we put more information on that as well as much media content as we can put up so that you'll have resources to navigate through this season. Thank you, each and every one of you, for sowing and praying and standing with us. And may God bless you and may his strength be upon you in the days ahead. Shalom, shalom. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you guys.